Alright guys, welcome back to another great episode, episode 10. Your host and so Elise Rojas. Welcome to Elise Kicks Elise Show. Thank you guys for tuning in for another great episode. Let's get it. First, I want to start off for thanking everybody, for each or every one of you, my fans, from uh, from international to the U.S., from the States, every part of the world. Thank you very much for being support and then for being a great audience. So, yeah, shout out to you guys. So, this episode is going to be mostly about Nike SBs. If you guys are not used to the word SB, it means skateboarding, Nike skateboarding, simple as that. So, basically, I'm going to talk about a little bit of history. It's a long story, but I'm going to make it short. But I'm going to make it dope and entertaining for you guys. So, Nike SB began 2003 and from now. So, basically... The East um East Coast and West Coast skateboarding was pretty differently. When um Nike first began skateboarding, they had a great team. It was Reese Forbes, and most everybody knows Reese, and then a couple other dudes from, from Eric Cost and and all of those people, and everybody loved the dunk. Before the dunk was chosen for a skateboarding shoe, it was mostly a basketball shoe, and people went crazy for them back in the late 80s and early 90s because it was it was so you can hoop in and skateboarding so it was best of both worlds so mostly when nike before when nike decided hey this make the sp dunk as a skateboarding shoe um it, there was another skateboarding shoe that it was so bulky it looked like a tissue box and then some skaters like reese and before before eric Carlson signed with nike Reese said, you know what? I'd rather wear a dunk. And then Nike made a team. The first Nike SB team. It was amazing. And that team changed the world of skateboarding. And basically when the dunks hit to local skate shops to around the world, um people went crazy for them actually. People really did go crazy. But um mostly when you're a professional skateboarder, you just get the shoes because for some skateboarders are not singer guys. They just love to skateboard and love the sport and love the passion and why they skateboard. Because skateboarding does, doesn't have no rules. Skateboarding is you put your own style. It's you, who you are. If you want to um, wear like a ripped tee, a ripped jeans, that's your style. Some people wear some shorts, a black tee, and they're dunks like Nigel, where he wears the same shoes. But dunks mostly, when skateboarders use them, they destroy them. To the max. When the pigeon dunk came out, there was a skate an Australian skateboarder. His name was Jeremy. He wore them to death. He had a hole in them, and then I remember one time I heard the story, and I read in the magazine also that he was in the airport, TSA, and then this guy's told him like, "Bro, what the f you're doing? Those are amazing shoes." He's like, "Bro, the skateboard shoes like, like he didn't know what they were." And then when he got home, he checked online, and said, "Wow." Those weren't for a lot of money. And they still do now. He said I should have kept them and resold them. But, and then, basically, and then when all hell broke loose in the SB Dunk Low world was when Supreme got involved. Everybody camped out for 40 hours. And back in the early 2000s, it was normal for Jordan or Air Maxes to people for a camp out a week later. But people's opinion 
got in shock to like, okay, this will be a, a seller. It sold out, of course, instantly. And I remember one story that one of the Supreme dudes told me. He said that there was a kid who he was a size nine, but the only pair left was a size 12. He bought them. He literally put some socks in them and wore it straight out the shop. That's called dedication. And then they say, go, go ahead, be you, bro. And basically, skateboarding in general is an amazing sport. You guys didn't know in the Olympics 2020 in Japan, skateboarding is be is to be a part of sport. The USA team is fire. Bro, it's fire. I know Nigel, I think Ryan Shrekler's in there. And then um for Australia, I know Shane O'Neill. Shane O'Neill kills it for Australia. And I love Australia. Shout out to all my Australian fans and supporters out there. Thank you very much for being great family supporter of my show. Thank you very much. So getting back to the SB. And SBs sold like hotcakes. And owners of shops, they know, I remember the owner of Hoff. Of Huff's um, this is a skate shop, but most of you find them stores now around like the East Coast. They told me, um, they didn't know until like they opened a store and they had OG colorways. They had the Reese for denims. They had some pairs of Supremes, and then they got some random OG colorways and the Pac Man pack. And then kids found out, people found out basically, and they had pairs for grand opening. They camped out for a week before opening that store, and they're like in shock. And basically, hell broke loose. And for me, I just love shoes in general. I'm a big dunk guy. I'm a low guy. I prefer being a dunk low person. But you can't you can't go on with the highs either. Highs are different, but I prefer lows. I'm a low guy. Like the the Dior's, I prefer the low than the high. But I'm trying to get both. That's just me, in general. Getting back to the speed dunk, um. Yeah, another person that basically um I admire. He's from Japan. His name is Homio. That gentleman has sold many dunks in Japan than no one else, because he has um he was the only person in Japan who has stores with no Nike accounts, with no um any other brand accounts. So what I mean account is you open a store, you call these major companies to open a corporate account. And they see how it is, and then they see your shoes, and you sell them. That's how you get a uh, account, of course. But Homie did it basically the hustle way. He went to America eight times in a year. He bought every single inventory of every single mom and pop shop, even a full locker. He bought, and he bought a lot of SBs, and he took them to SBs. That's why when you go to Japan and you go to Homie's like stores and shops, you will see colorways you've never seen in your life because he goes to he goes basically. Anywhere to get pairs, get pairs, pairs, or even pairs, I mean a lot, to sell to certain stores and basically spread the love in Japan. And basically in the 80s and 90s, Japan culture is amazing. Like, bro, you see fashion trends, like, you might think, oh my God, it's 2020. No, this was back in the late 90s, and we just seen now in America for 2020. So, a little fun fact, aside from the SB Dunk story. Kanye took inspiration from the baggy clothes from Japan, from Osaka. If you guys know, Osaka is a big, also, um, Japanese fashion capital. Japanese people have been wearing baggy clothes forever. But Kanye West, when he went, like, 2011, he saw, like, the fashion market, like, burst out. He took copy of that. But I'm saying, is anybody can take a copy of something and make it more dope or more better? That's how it is in fashion world. You can get something from another 
from other person making your way and people think it's dope, it's fire. So yeah. So going back to J the Japan story. So Homeo, he opened a bunch of stores, like I said. Um he had every single dunk Chloe basically. That man I admire so much. He sold so many dunks. I wish I was in Japan back in the early like two thousands. I was a baby so but damn. I would buy every single pair. But still, he has he has Yoda dunk still. Deathstock. He has an ammo Air Force One. Sorry. And he sold in Japan, you'll find dunks like still now these days. You would ever you will not find in the US. Trust me. Um hopefully I can go to Japan in the future. Shout out to all my Japan friends, fans, and supporters. Basically, shout out to the whole Asian culture. The whole my bad, the whole Asian content. Thank you guys. So now as as a year no, as two years ago I said when is the SP dunk wave gonna come back? It's coming back now, guys. So if you if you couldn't got a pair like two years ago, some SB Dunk Stucy's for 200 bucks, that was a steal. You thought that was expensive? No, bro. Go to Stock X. You find a pair, like, I'm a size 12 with that stock. You find it for 1200 1500 Bro, I regret not buying a pair, like, two years ago of size 12. Because, damn. I'm a Dunk guy in general. And Nike picked up Nike picked up the best person to bring Dunks back, Travis Scott. I know people think, oh, he's not an OG head. Oh, he's just being a trendsetter. Listen to this. He's the right person to put in the face of SB. Okay? The best person because his music is fire. His fashion is fire. Everything he puts out is fire. Like, he touch up, he turns into gold, basically. And going to the back to the SB, like, stories. It's a long story. I'm going to keep it short because I'm a podcast. It's really short, but entertaining. So, Paul Rodriguez, a.k.a. P-Rod, when he signed with Nike... It was in 04, but um, Nike revealed him in 05, but he was still skating with Nikes. But no one basically can publish anything that he wore with Nike in 05 because his contract with S um, Skateboards, S Skateboard um, shoe brand, also in that. They're kind of like iffy, but shout out to them. They still make dope shoes. So when Padre left S, people were shocked. Even Eric Carson said, shit, I might go to Nike then because in most every single skater... From my from my era to go to Nike. Shit, I might sign with Nike. And then Eric Carson signed with Nike. But going back to Paul Rodriguez. When he signed with Nike, his first like Nike SB ad was the Supreme Dunks. And then honestly, it was that picture. I remember I was like in sixth grade. I bought Thrasher Mag. They're like celebrating like the 10 years of like Thrasher. Like, no, my bad. Like 10 years of skateboarders, like top skateboarders in the world. I saw p picture. He was wearing the SB Dunks, the highest right one, with the little stars on the front. Oh, my God, fire. And then p was shocked, too. He's like, bro, like, why are you skateboarding Supreme Dunks? He's like, I don't know what these are. I just skateboarded my shoes because they're fire and they're dope and they're comfy. That's what it is. So, yeah. So, this is a SB talk. I'm going to talk more about SBs in the future, but this is like a little preview, a little sauce of the SB's trend stories. And, guys, get ready for All-Star Weekend. It's going to get lit. Litty. Also, the Super Bowl is coming up this Sunday. My shows will be posted weekly. So, stay tuned for that. Also, my YouTube will be up soon. I know I'm saying this for the past, like, month. It will be up soon. I'm going to do, also, a shoe collection video of mine. My closet. 
So stay tuned, stay tuned, guys. Also, update of the Dior's. It was supposed to release on February. Now it's the Dior's are moved up to April. But some people getting their pairs early, guys. But the main release is for April. So thank you guys for tuning in for another great episode. Have a beautiful evening, a good night, and good morning, good afternoon. Thank you for watching episode 10. My bad. Thank you for listening for episode 10. Your host himself, Elise Rojas, a.k.a. Neo de Hialeah, Elise the Sneaker Don. Thank you, the kid from Hialeah, El Niño de Hialeah, Elise Rojas. Thank you very much, everybody. Have a beautiful night.